Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Post-Production Podcast. My name is Rachel. And I'm Kiri. And I'm Ryan. And we have a guest this week. I'm a new Yay! person. I'm strange. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's great. <laughs> yes. It's perfect. Perfect for this show. We are so excited you're here. Yes. Love it. So in case you haven't noticed, Ryan is not normally with us, no. but we are very excited he's here to talk with us this week about production, getting started in production, all that good stuff. So Ryan, tell the posse a little about yourself. Well, I am a cinema guy, so I do a lot of filming, video work. I just recently got an internship at Dayspring and doing videography work. Nice. Oh, so that's sweet. super fun. So I'm Basically, just anything and everything that has to do with video or photography, that is my expertise. I love doing that. He also has a podcast, right? You still doing that? I, I used to. Oh, okay. I did one a while back with some friends. It was primarily for YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it, I have a YouTube channel, primarily. That's what I like to do a lot. But yes, I did used to do a podcast. But yeah, I had to discontinue it because I had so much on my plate. I had way too much going on. It's good to prioritize. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's the guy who did the War of the Worlds thing yes. that I, I helped write with Michael. It was so much fun. Oh I think we were all in it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We all made cameos. Yeah, both of you guys were voice acting in it. It was really fun. Yeah. What's your What's your channel, Ryan? My channel is Narfi Man. So if you look up on YouTube, you just search Narfi Man or youtube.com slash Narfi Man. That's how you find it. With, with a K. K. With a K, yes. K-N-A-R-F-Y-M-A-N. There you go. And for those who maybe have not spent time on your delightful channel, what all do you do? Do you do one specific thing on oh, there? Gosh, or is yeah. it just, uh, here's my channel of me doing what I want? Pretty much everything. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's pretty much everything. It's like, it's the answer is yes. Like I do <laughs> basically whatever I want. <laughs> it's, it's really just, yeah, enjoyable for me. Just kind of a, a way to, you know, have a creative outlet and just kind of have some fun with it. So it's, it's a lot of just my personality and like who I am and, you know, just sitting in front of a camera and talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or at least that's what it's been recently. That's good. So this episode is for the rookies. Whoa. So if you are listening to this podcast and you want to get started with some kind of production-y project, maybe you want to start a YouTube channel, a podcast, this episode is for you because we all started somewhere. We did. Indeed. And we, we would like to share with you our little advice, if we have any that's actually helpful. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure we've our got experiences. Stuff. Yeah, we know what's happening, yeah. right? We'll dig something up. Yeah. <laughs> so where, where do you start? How do you decide what to do? Yeah, where do you start? I mean, 
we could probably talk about how we each started and like go through that and kind of see our processes and then kind of, you know, expand from that. You want to do that? Sure. Yeah. For me, I didn't really start really getting into production until college. I was always into acting. I just loved that, like all through my childhood in high school and everything. I was in a few plays and a few like video things. And then my first semester of college, I was like still I needed to like expand my degree a little bit so I could fill in the hours. And I was scrolling through all the minors and I saw that there was a media production minor and I looked at all the requirements for it and I was like, I think I want to do this. This looks like fun. So I added that to my degree and I was right. It was a blast. I I discovered a new hobby, a new thing that I enjoy. And sure enough, I ended up starting the sketch comedy show, Air 404 Show Not Found, Like, and Subscribe. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) Every time. Yeah, and a a podcast eventually. Yeah, and I've really, really enjoyed it. And so now I have like a full-time job working in production as an AV technician. So yeah, that's that's how it got started. It was just a looking around the catalog and seeing classes that looked interesting and signing up and deciding that that's what I wanted to do. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. I, I actually started in high school a long time ago and my the content then was terrible, but it started with YouTube. <laughs> it, it's always terrible at first. I know. It, it always starts terribly. And, and the thing is, people are like, when they start, they're like, oh, they're so sad because the content isn't great. I started out with a little Windows uh, Surface. That's oh, what I had. Yes, I know, right? So I just started out with a little Surface, and you you know record just with the built-in microphone, which surprisingly had decent quality. As I was very hmm. impressed with it. But yeah, you you just, you know started that way and just started recording random YouTube gaming videos with my friends from high school, and we built a couple little channels and had some fun with it, including the one that I still do today, and just started working on that. And then I was like, okay, I want to do film. So I was like, I, I just basically dedicated and yeah, that's my degree now is, is digital cinema. So I'm working through that. And now I have an internship with Dayspring as a videographer. It went from ground zero with a Windows surface and went all the way up to where I'm at now. Right. It's kind of wild. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The reality is you just you just got to start. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you start, it's fine. And then you, you start to learn. You pick things up as you go. It's great. It gets a lot better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I went a little bit of a different path. I grew up always knowing that I wanted to work in communication. I just like woke up one day when I was in like the second grade and I was like, mom, I'm going to be a journalist. And then I'm so freaking stubborn. I stuck with that. Nice. (laughs) And then in high school, like late middle school, early high school, I was talking to a family friend who worked in social media management, which in the early 2010s, that was like a, a brand new job position, right? It wasn't super common. So she was telling me all about like how she used social media and her company's website and sort of interface the two with her love of communication and writing. And I was listening to her talk about it and I was like, oh my gosh, I love the internet. <laughs> I could do that. Because yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like that kid in middle school that just like was creeping all over YouTube and Tumblr for like forever because I just found all the uh, these other people who loved communication and loved storytelling and loved to express that online. And I was like, huh, I bet I could do that. 
And then I showed up at college and decided to sign up for more of an interdisciplinary degree than journalism. So I went with media communication, which is, you know, you do a little photo, you do a little video, you do a little writing, all the good stuff. And basically things just went from there. She also added music for some reason. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like a crazy person. (laughs) Too many degrees, man. (laughs) It is. It's way too many. It's all right. You seem to be thriving, so. I... You know, some days are better than others. <laughs> like <laughs> like Carrie That's said, fair, yeah. we need to prioritize sometimes. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> the point is she works very hard. Yes. She's good at everything she does. Yes. Well, it's a process. <laughs> I <laughs> I would say it took me a solid year of working with video until I could put out anything that I was satisfied with. Yeah, that's fair. Which I think is pretty normal, especially mm-hmm. when you look at video as an art form or when you look at anything within production, it's easy to get so perfectionistic about it. Totally. Mm-hmm. So for a while, I was like, this doesn't look like a Marvel movie. <laughs> I am not showing it to anyone. Yeah. yeah and far too often, we are our own biggest critics it's so true i look back at all my work even the work that i do now that people are like oh that's so good and i look at it i'm like this is garbage like i (laughs) i could do so much better like what are you guys talking about this is terrible reality is it's probably not as bad as most people say you know it's like you say your own work is terrible and then people look at it and it's like this is amazing so the reality is you are your own worst critic and no one is going to be as hard on you as you are on yourself. My personal rule is if I know I can do better, then I should do better. Right. Totally. Sometimes like, like you got to figure out like what is reasonable, <laughs> like yeah, what can you fair. reasonably do better and what is not quite in your skill set yet. Right. Especially for things I'm getting paid for. Like if, if I can do this better than I should. For real. And I will. Yeah. Yeah. That is huge. It's a learning process. So it's definitely like figuring out like where your sweet spot is, what you're really good at and uh, using those things and using those to the best of your ability and then seeing those things where you're not as good and then improving on those as you go. And and the reality is like, I look at my work today and I say it's terrible, but it was my best work. You know, like it is, mm-hmm. it is the best stuff that I could put out there. I'm just being too hard on myself and it is really great. So I'm like, I I try to do really well. And then people are like, this is fantastic. And I'm like, no, this is terrible. But it really is my best work. And it's good. And it's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I look back on old 404 videos and cringe. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I look back on my worst, oldest YouTube videos. Yeah. It's bad. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But then you think about like, okay, we were beginners. We're students. We didn't know everything. That was what we had. We were working with what we had with who we had. And that was the point, you know? Exactly. to, To improve and do it. Yes. Now, Ryan, at what point in your, you know, Windows Surface tin microphone career, did you sort of decide that it was a more long-term thing that you wanted to pursue? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think... It wasn't until me and my friend started doing some more narrative content where we kind of wrote out sketches and started making some more hilarious, actual, real videos that it started getting to a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a nice microphone, which is the same microphone I use today. I'm going to buy a camera, you know, I'm going to buy a laptop for school that can also handle editing, you know, so things like that, where it was like, I started gaining some more stuff and I was finally like, okay. I think I can dedicate myself to this profession because I just enjoy it so much. 
And I think the switch, it wasn't so much of a switch in my mindset, more of like a, it was more of a gradual sort of like, okay, I could see myself doing this and I can see myself doing this long term. And like, I really enjoy this piece of it and like that kind of a thing. It's kind of a gradual gain to where I'm at now. Right. Yeah, that's how it was for me, too, because I I always wanted to go into science and I still do. Right. First of all, technology is a very marketable career. It really is. Yeah. If you can gain those skills and get enough practice in it to be good at it that's what like school is for and you know creating your own youtube channel just for fun that's what all that is for totally. get yourself some practice you could beef up that resume and apply for some really cool jobs yeah and the the stuff that we're learning now with video and audio work it's never going to go out of style because people are always going to need something for documentation there it's always improving the yeah. industry is constantly building on itself so it's like this is all skills that people will use like always all the time as entertainment becomes more and more digital, these skills are becoming more and more necessary as well. For sure. But you're not going to be good at everything immediately. Totally. That is probably the hardest thing for me because <laughs> I want to be good at something right away. And there's all sorts of things that I'm still learning and I'm making a career out of this still. So it's like you never have to be at a point where you have succeeded, you know? So it's like you're constantly building on your skills. You're constantly improving on things. And it's never like oh, I'm just not good enough yet. Oh, I haven't done this yet. Oh, I haven't gotten to this point. It's always like you're in the process. You're always going to be in the process and mm-hmm. that's okay. It's like you'll have some skills that you've done. You have you have some work that you've done, but you're still in the process and you're still learning things and that's a good thing. Well, and the, the cool part, especially for you because you didn't assign yourself a super specific niche right away, mm-hmm. is you you gave yourself freedom to explore who you are as a content creator. Right. You were like, okay, So I kind of like doing this whole podcast thing. Okay, but I also love narrative content. Totally. Okay, and now I'm looking into like more cinematic stuff and like, yes. It it really is just a process and like finding the things that you love and doing those things that you really enjoy. It always amounts to something cool because you learn those skills. And like I did a bunch of live streaming in high school, that kind of thing. That's apparently going to come into play in my internship. Oh, wow. So like random things that you never think will actually be important they do sometimes come around and are like oh this is actually a huge deal like i know how to do these things and people need these skills so that was cool i think we've mentioned this in previous episodes when you don't know what to do ask google it's so true i still do that oh it's so true (laughs) i still do that like in my job absolutely like how to do this random effect in premiere totally yeah yeah i looked up a couple things even today yeah me too yeah working on something yeah i was just like i don't know what to do here i just googled it and first thing pops up it's like a forum post and it's like oh great i know this now Mm -hmm. it's a great little building on your skills yeah so you're constantly improving upon your skills and as long as you're at least a little bit better than you were a year ago even if it's not a huge improvement as long as it's better than you're doing great absolutely yeah as long as you're improving and not regressing yeah even if like you do take a couple steps back it's like take two steps forward one step back if you have to you know so it's like always be moving forward even if you have to take a step back that's okay as long as generally you're you know trying to move forward don't push yourself too far yeah absolutely yeah that's been a struggle for me is like saying yes to too many things and then not having time to do the right quality of work on <laughs> something. I feel that so it's terrible. hard. <laughs> it's the worst thing. Cause you're like, yeah, the, oh, the I, media I communication this. music double major over here. It's fair. <laughs> she works so hard guys. She, I mean, honestly, she really does. I feel, so. I feel like y'all are overselling me a little bit. Nah, dude, you're, no, you're, no, you're working hard. So oh, thank <laughs> you're you. worth exactly $17. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, or however much your education has cost you so far. <laughs> that's a lot more than $17. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair for all of us. Woo! True. <laughs> college. I feel like the challenge, too, speaking to the topic of going to college for what we're doing, I've seen a lot of people who still have, honestly, what I would call an outdated mindset that it's not worth it to pursue technology or cinema or art in any form at a university level. Right. Honestly, I think that's kind of ridiculous. And maybe I just feel defensive because I'm getting two art degrees. But <laughs> at the end of the day, Fair. like I, I think y'all would agree, like my time as a student has been so important to the skills I have, mm -hmm. the content I create. And honestly, like that stuff is integral to who I am as a person and who I will be. Absolutely. And going to school also gives you really good connections. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's huge. There's also the benefit of if your school has access to really good resources, like updated technology and locations and all sorts of things, that that is a huge benefit. Like Film is one of those things you can learn on your own. There are so many YouTube videos and forums and things. You can pick it up on your own. Oh, totally. If you can't afford college. But again, it's one of those things that if you can get an education, then I ha yeah, absolutely, absolutely give it a shot. Like I, I think, yeah, take that opportunity because typically colleges will, like you said, have more resources and you'll be able to work with things that you weren't able to work with before. Like I never would have worked with professional cinema cameras if I didn't go to school. Hmm. So mm -hmm. it's like I now know how to use those skills and I know how to implement those skills and I have professional training on those things. That looks pretty good on a resume. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Well, and we've made the point before on this podcast that by no means do you need to go to college right. to get into right. production, to work hard on those skills, because at the end of the day, it's just that. It's hard work, it's resourcefulness, and it's excitement about what you're doing and the resiliency to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. I think all of us feel pretty good about our decision to pursue that the college route, yeah. but at the same time, like I'm always the first one to be like, yes buy the camera, sit on Reddit for three days, like whatever you need to do to get into the area of production that you want to learn more about. Mm -hmm. And even outside of the world of production, I'm just going to like steer really quickly over here and we'll just touch on this and move back. <laughs> it's like outside of production, as long as you're passionate about something and you're researching something, like you can succeed. Yeah. But the reality is, like you're saying, school is going to give you such a leg up and it's such a condensed amount of information that like you don't get anywhere else. It's like, it's so valuable because you just you learn so much more. I've been uh, talking with my girlfriend a lot about her school experience and like her what she's trying to do because she's trying to get a real estate license and work in that world. And even in that space, like having the the passion for it and the like dedication to work on something for that long and to get something done in that space that it takes a lot, like it is a lot of hard work, but she would have probably had a lot more condensed material, that kind of a thing, if she had actually gone to college. She didn't She didn't go to college, she just skipped out and is working on the other stuff. It, it is really valuable to have that college experience where it's condensed information and helpful and it's just really beneficial, um, but it is possible to do it without. Yeah. yeah, and I think it is important when you're pursuing something you enjoy, something that you want to do, it's still going to take a lot of work to get really good at it. Oh, totally. Just because you like it doesn't mean you're going to be good at it. For sure. Oof. And it's okay if you're not good at something. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay if you like something that you're not good at. That's true. That yeah. other people don't think you're good at. Right. I'm going to out myself right now. Like, I'm terrible at lighting theory. I'm so That's bad fair. at it. 
And, that is difficult. Um, I, 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 I'm the first person to be like, wow. It's just one, This two, three, lighting okay. is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I'm also the first person to be like, we don't need a key light. <laughs> so, <laughs> See, well, we were in that class together, Rachel. We were. That, <laughs> that lighting theory lesson. Oh, what a class. Yeah, I already had the, uh, the AVL background. Yeah, you kind of knew what you were doing. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, and the number of times Darren has looked me in the eye on a set and been like, what are you doing with happening? the lights? I was yeah. going to say, to be fair, Darren taught that class and he has a tendency to get <laughs> sidetracked really easily. Yeah, but I mean, he's really good at lighting when he's focused. He is. Yeah, yeah, he knows what he's he, doing. He's really good at what he does. He's got the skill. And so naturally, as a student of his, I should also be great at lighting. And I just... <laughs> that's not. also not true. Yeah, I mean, just because you're the student of someone doesn't mean you're going to naturally absorb their yeah. skills, you know? If you find yourself a mentor and... Uh, professional field that you want to be in just because you're associated with them doesn't mean you're going to be as good as them it's true it's true sad but true but you should absolutely listen and learn as well as you can and ask questions i wish i could just like sit with someone and just absorb their knowledge and then now i have all of their knowledge i know what i'm doing it's like that's what podcasts are for yeah there you go yep we speak in your ears and you absorb all of our knowledge. Right, right. <laughs> so Ryan, as someone who sort of has taken it from the rookie Windows Surface days to now you're in the, the upperclassman college student cinema guy thing, mm-hmm. what are some of your goals for the future? Ooh, goals for the future. Like, what's the dream? Well, the dream for me is music videos. Like, that's oh. my, my ultimate goal. Yeah, because I just love music. I did a bunch of music in high school and it's just my favorite thing. So music videos is like my big thing. And doing that with one of my best friends from school, all that stuff, like working on that kind of a thing is amazing. So I would love to live in Nashville okay. and like do that for a living. That would be super fun. What is the worst music video you've ever seen? Oh, gosh. Worst one? <laughs> We must know. Man. This is vital information. The, <laughs> the problem is I don't watch a lot of music videos from like popular artists. So I haven't seen a ton recently that are terrible. Oh, gosh. Like, like Hotline Bling is aesthetically pleasing, but Drake kind of <laughs> ruins fair. it with the whole <laughs> yeah. dancing thing. The, the thing is like I I prefer the, the ones that have like a story. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's like if there's like some sort of characters in it and like the music goes along with that. I love that. So if it's just like, you know, showing off your, you know, gold necklace with whatever on it just to flex. It's like that's useless. I hate that. That's the worst right. thing. It's like maybe it'll look nice. But it's totally useless. Like, what is the point of watching this? So I, I just despise those. There was a good music video by uh, Ed Sheeran that was like puppets. And he was able to. Yes, you know, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I forget what it was. It was really good. Like, I, it just like, it hit me. I was like, man, these are puppets and balloon people. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm invested in these characters. Ryan's That's whole career kind of was shaped by... The puppets and the balloon puppets. puppets and balloon people. <laughs> and Sheeran's people. puppets. I love it. Yep. Yeah, watch out, everybody. Ryan Moulton's going to revolutionize the music video industry. <laughs> yeah, going oh, from man. the window surface to puppets and balloons. I love this course. Yeah. <laughs> I could get behind that. Yeah, yeah. This feels like a good career arc. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what my least favorite one is. I haven't seen one recently. There's a lot of amateur ones that are pretty experimental and random and don't make any sense. And it just doesn't apply to the music at all. And it just it just feels weird to me. But I think that's personal preference. Have you ever done like reaction type videos on your YouTube channel? 
to music videos? Uh, not to music videos, but I have I've done reaction type stuff. I could do that. That could be pretty good. I just don't want to be copyright claimed. So right, that's oh, yeah. the issue <laughs> nowadays with YouTube. Is just everything is claimed. I saw a reaction video the other day, and it was so genius. Ooh. This gal was reacting to her old YouTube videos back before copyright claims were huge. So she she just muted the videos she was watching, like she watched them with AirPods in and reacted out loud. Right. But and I like when she said like, oh, I'm watching it with AirPods in. I don't want to get copyright claimed. I was like, great, this is going to be so lame. And then she, she like just the way she reacted and like the way she put the reaction video in the lower third. It was actually so engaging. It totally worked for her. Neat. Okay. I'm going to have to try that. I mean, yeah, the content really is everything. There's another point for you for amateurs. It's like content is everything. So it's like if your quality is great, but your content is garbage, no one's going to care. So it's like if your quality is garbage, but your content is amazing, then people are going to love it and you'll be able to improve your content over time. Yes. Well, even think of, did you watch Nigahiga back in the day? Yeah. I did, yes. Me too. Oh, yes. what a guy. Me too. All the way back when he just started, back when he was like living in Hawaii, shooting videos on a camcorder in his living room. It's amazing. Those videos are some of the worst technological quality I've ever totally, seen on the internet. Yeah. But the but content, <laughs> like you said, the content is so entertaining and timeless and endearing that like I still would go back and watch those and have the same reaction. Absolutely. And honestly, sometimes quality detracts from like what the actual content is. So if it like if it sounds too good and people are distracted by like how nice this stuff is, you're not going to get your point across. So it's like having good content, regardless of what you're doing, is huge. That is a huge thing. That's something I've had to like work with. And like I've had to cut things and change things because it like it just wasn't good. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe my quality was nice, but it just didn't work. I think the best way to get good content is to get other people's help. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Get people who have skills in writing, people who have skills in I don't know, the, that artistic color theory and like mm-hmm. the g- whole geometric theories and all. There's all kinds of things <laughs> the cinema guy knows. Yeah, there's there's a reason there's like 500 people on a set at one time, you know? <laughs> like yeah, no one yeah. can do it by themselves. It takes a lot of work and a lot of collaboration and i know we've said this a million times before on this podcast but the more different minds you have working together towards one goal the better the content is going to be absolutely so if you are trying to get started with something i highly encourage you to not do it alone yeah bring a friend yeah like rachel and i both wanted to start a podcast and so we did it together and here we are 51 episodes. Oh my That's goodness. Awesome. That's crazy. That's awesome, guys. <laughs> so many. A whole year. It makes me feel old. A whole year older. Uh. Oh. But, yeah. That's cool, though. I like being on the 51st. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're not you're not on the 50th. Yeah. So I don't have the pressure of like, yeah, being the best one, you know? <laughs> yeah. You don't have to deal with being a monument. Yeah. And you're also not on the end of the year one. Exactly. Yeah. I'm yes. the beginning. So it's like, yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. I'm like in the perfect middle spot. No pressure. It's beautiful. <laughs> yes. The one thing that's confusing is... Because we've taken weeks off here and there, we don't have an exact, like, every week's worth of episodes for our full year of Fair. post-production. So I think yeah. I think our year-end episode is 52, right? Yeah, it is. Interesting. Yeah. So it, podcasting is way different from video stuff. And it's true. And frankly, simpler. It, it is. <laughs> yeah, you really just is. need some recording software and a good microphone and perhaps a friend. 
and you're good to go. And sometimes not even a good microphone. Like you, can, uh, right? Yeah. Some of the funniest stuff is through just garbage stuff. I'm, that's oh, a good yeah, mic. we've got ours. <laughs> I've got Both my. Both of you guys my, have great mics. Those are fantastic. Yeah, my pop filter is a rag. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love. Those. I thought it was a sock for like seven <laughs> it's months. A, it's a rag. And apparently, wow. it's a. Uh, it's like a washcloth rubber banded onto her microphone. Yeah, a washcloth with a rubber band. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Wait, I'm sorry. We have to go back. We've been arguing, Ryan, about regional dialects on this podcast oh. for like two months. Kiri, Interesting. Yes. do you do you always call that piece of cloth a rag? Yes. Really? Oh, no. That's interesting. It's a washcloth. It is a washcloth. It's a washcloth here in Colorado, at least. Too. I mean, I call it a washcloth sometimes. Sometimes. On occasion. But like, I never call it a rag. No, me neither. Never, ever. A rag is just what this is. A washcloth is what you use on your body. But, um, I respectfully but, disagree. But they're, they're just all... It, what? No, like, if you wash dishes with it, it's still a washcloth. Or it's a towel. It is the cloth that you wash with. But, yeah. Do you wash your dishes with a towel? No, but like, the, they're, they're dish towels. That's what they oh. are. Oh, okay. I call them hand towels. Oh, that, well, that works too. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that one. I'm not okay with a rag. Oh, what do you guys call the thing, the, the cloth thing that you set a hot pot on oh i don't use those oh um <laughs> i'm a rebel <laughs> a trivet no a like what? It's, it's cloth kiri a trivet is wood well i or well the the trivets at my house are uh cork see i call it i call it a pot holder but I, oh yeah pot holder. i showed up at jbu and i said pot holder and everyone was like what is a pot holder what it's so strange. But I don't remember don't... the other word that they used for it. A hot pad, maybe? Maybe. I've heard that before. Oh, yeah. I've used both, actually. Yeah. But usually it's potholder. Right. Oh, Rachel, you said something. I, I edited last week's episode today. Uh, you, you were making fun of Farrier TikTok. Yep. You said something. Did you say chamomile or something? Yeah. A what? It's chamomile. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, I don't know either of those words. So. Chamomile tea? Chamomile. It, oh, gosh. I say chamomile. I am so sorry we've had to drag you into this discussion, right? Oh, no, it's great. I'm down. I'm here. I'm here for it. It is vital to our survival as a podcast. <laughs> so, so, Ryan, have you lived in Colorado most of your life? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. No. It, it, Thank but, you. Like here, if I say it fast, it's Colorado. Like Colorado. Everyone... Oh gosh. What, okay, what do you no. say? Rachel? What do you say? <laughs> I I lived there for a combined total of like eight and a half years. Right. And I have a couple of aunts and uncles who are natives. We all say Colorado. See that that makes sense too for me. But I'm also from California originally, so most of my accent is California. Oh really? And like all my family is California, so we you know Colorado makes a lot more sense with our accent. Yeah. See, I'm not the only one, Rachel. But Colorado. I I do I've seen it both ways. I have gotten into the place where I say mountain. Instead of mountain. Yeah, I do that too. I, I think I still swallow my teas. Yeah, I do it all the time. I, just, I can't yeah, stop. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Especially in Texas. We say in. Oh, gosh. That's, that's, that's wow. that. <laughs> like, isn't that a, a an airplane and, or something? Goodness. No, that's oh, two words. <laughs> you know what else she says, Ryan? She says Texas, like with a Z. Oh, Texas. Like plural? I live in El Paso, Texas right now it's an s how many texas you got there <laughs> texas oh there's just one the one the only texas one, one texas mm -hmm. dallas texas isn't that crunk it's texas <laughs> yeah, more, harder s's harder s's that's so strange <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs>
That's weird. Oh, anyway, uh, comment below who you agree with. It's, it's me. me. It's, it's me. me. Spoiler alert, it's me. I'm the guest. You must agree with me. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Except for on Colorado. It's Colorado. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, what is this episode about? Oh, yes. Getting started. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> what, what was the first piece of content that you ever released if you know oh, what gosh. it is it's, it's still public on my youtube channel oh time to embarrass ryan i'm not really <laughs> sure what mine is let me uh let me let me dig real quick yeah i'm also gonna dig on your youtube channel oh gosh you're gonna <laughs> dig on mine <laughs> no. yeah. all my new stuff is so good though i love my new stuff i found my first piece of content by the way <laughs> oh, let, oh let's hear boy. it it's a Minecraft Let's Play, as we all do. Wait, back up. I don't know anything about gaming. What is a Let's Play? <laughs> it's just basically YouTube gaming content. Anything and everything where someone is playing a game on YouTube is just called the Let's Play. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, so it's just, it's literally like low frame rate. It's just audio though, right? Of my... Over the, over your screen right no yeah so it's it's uh, it, it has a face cam oh okay oh yes which is awful by the way <laughs> side note awful but it was the first video i ever recorded on the uh the little surface and it's in the wrong aspect ratio and it's Incredible. the audio quality is terrible my mic was too quiet you know it's hilarious like i look back on this and it's terrible but it has 81 views because people were watching it for whatever reason <sighs> painful yeah mine was probably like the first thing that i made and put on the internet for public consumption yeah it was probably a 404 video like one of those first ones yeah and those were mm, i had a lot of help thankfully (laughs) but i usually edited them and there are so many like basic things that i know how to do now like denoising an audio track that i never did and now i'm like like going back and watching those mm-hmm. i have presets now for audio i have presets for video i have all these things that i'm like i know this works yeah and i do those things i did find <laughs> also some of my old <laughs> old 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 like middle school me recording on an ipod random iMovie oh, that trailers. sounds amazing they are beautiful and I hate them all. Wow. <laughs> they, uh, they're they not public anymore, but they were public at one time. Oh, boy. Yeah, maybe it's time for you to do a, a reacting to my old videos video. I might need to. I think it's probably a good time for that. <laughs> I might join YouTube Premium or Patreon. or <laughs> I would pay to see that is what I'm saying. <laughs> fair, fair. I'll put it on my website and I'll, I'll have people pay for it. Gosh. I Just looking at my... Wow. <laughs> What about you, Rachel? Do you have any idea of what? What the first thing you ever put on the internet was? It was that video we talked about in a different episode. It might have been our like unfinished projects episode. Oh, oh yeah, the one. It was this. We called it the food one. No, it oh, was. Gosh. It was called like the Spotify Shuffle Challenge or something like that. Oh, and it was yeah. me and my friend. We were like thirteen, maybe fourteen, like in her bedroom. And we shuffled our Spotify and did a mini cover of every song that came up. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just saying we're both very proficient musicians now. Like, Yeah, absolutely. And those <laughs> covers are just so bad. Oh, boy. You should do a remake. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. Doing it again now. I... I would purchase tickets back to Colorado Springs just to remake that video. <laughs> That'd be yeah. pretty great. That'd be beautiful. Yeah, we have degrees in music now. We're legit. <laughs> yeah, we honestly. know what we're doing. 
I'd watch that. I'd pay to watch that. I also look like such a fetus in the video. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I'm wearing like the the 2014 like off the mannequin Aeropostale look. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Y'all remember those like the the lime <laughs> yeah. green T-shirts that say Aeropostale in huge letters? That's a blast. Yes, the bad jean shorts. Middle school, good times. Honestly, though, it's all about priorities, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> full circle. The point is, the first thing you make isn't going to be your best, and it doesn't have to be. (laughs) Especially if it's clothes. Uh. (laughs) Don't worry about what you look like. That should be the least of your concerns. Yeah, that's a huge thing. (laughs) Yes, just do your best. Know what you can do and push yourself just enough so that you can improve. And um, yeah, just push yourself with every piece of content that you make. And if you enjoy doing it, then by all means, keep going. If you realize it's not for you, then just let it go. I have one more thought. I just like random thing that everyone says is just don't worry about gear. <laughs> like we said that before. Yes. Everyone said that like just don't worry about gear, folks. Like it's not that important. If you have to clamp a shotgun mic to a PVC pipe to a door, yeah. do it. Not even that. <laughs> just, just do it. <laughs> just take your phone and just this is my microphone. Even now, better. You know, just record that way. Just like speak into your phone. Yeah, Darren always says everyone has a camera in their pocket. He says everyone has a TV in their pocket. <laughs> that's also yes, true. that's it. A TV in their pocket. It's it's constantly improving with every release. So now anybody can make a video and at least try it. Just try to put something together. Make a voice memo of yourself making a podcast. And like that's yep. that can be your podcast. You could start your YouTube channel just by filming stuff on your phone it's just you just gotta do it (laughs) that's really all it is yeah the reality is just start going and start making stuff and you'll figure it out as you go and one day five years from that starting point you can look back and cringe so hard content about your starting point reaction videos yeah Mm -hmm. there you go there you go sometime someday we'll make it to puppets and balloons and we'll look back and be like ah i miss those surface days That is such a great metaphor to sum up I love it. pretty much this entire episode. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Aim for the puppets and balloons, but don't get too worried about the process along the way. And in the meantime, if you want to join a community of like-minded production individuals just struggling their way through life and making art, struggling. go ahead and subscribe to Ryan on YouTube. You can find him at Narfiman with a K. Yep. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to the post-production podcast. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We release new episodes every Saturday or whenever we feel like it. <laughs> it kind of depends. Eventually. <laughs> I feel And we also have a website, postprodpod.com. And Ryan, you mentioned you have a website. What's that? I do. It's ryanmolton.net. Super easy to remember if you know my name. True that. It's molten with a U. Yeah, M-O-U-L-T-O-N. It sounds like molten lava, but it's it's not. It's weird. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for joining us this week. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. And follow us on Instagram at Curie underscore Jones, Rachel H&H, and... Uh, Super Molten Lava. Yes. With the the right spelling of molten. This has been the (laughs) Post-Production Podcast. I knew it was happening there. Thanks for listening. That was perfect. (laughs) Bye now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.